What? Hi. What's up? How the fuck are we doing, people? Hey, it's me, Albert. All right. Let's let's get let's get this party going, folks. Check it. So just celebrating with kind of funny over here. It's gonna stand up because this is huge. It's three a.m. here in Australia. This is something I've been dreaming of since I was a kid. Full blown open world Pokemon RPG, Breath of the Wild style. So I just watched it very quietly in bed. Um, didn't want to wake, you know. Yeah, and I was just I did I just couldn't handle anything. I couldn't handle my life. Couldn't handle my existence. Um, yo, here we go. Here we go, folks. There you go. It's there, right there. Okay. So, oh, holding the laptop. Yeah, we're all we're all dead. I know. Thank you. They did it. Fuck yes. Okay. Good times. Good times, folks. Good fucking times. <laughs> anyway. Not not anyway, this is massive, this is huge. And um, yes, as I mentioned, it's 3 a.m. and it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's time to, to have this experience, to have this moment together. Everyone's freaking out. I'm freaking out. It's 3 a.m. What's up, Ashok? How are we doing? Did your childhood dream come true today? Because mine did. I am the hypest of all right now. That's so wonderful, and it's just so beautiful. I'll start forming cohesive sentences pretty soon, but uh, yeah. So here we go. This is the I, I had been setting things up in the background with uh, you know the thing that I do. I record the main show, send it into kind of like you know at a post office, like sorting all the different boxes, and I will be putting all of these Pokemon related works, um, episodes, and chronicles into um, the Pokemon podcast. You can go Instagram.com forward slash the Pokemon podcast. And um, yeah, I've, I've been building all of these kind of outlets. So right here, there's my history with the, uh, like like I would say, at its at its truest, where I'm at with Pokemon, which is uh, it's so beautiful. That's the first volume. I just picked up the second volume there. Uh, good to see you, man. Yeah, nice. Welcome. What's up, Ashok? Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna go full full screen here, so that we can just fully fully immerse in this moment together, folks. If I just go F, will that go full screen? That's all good. All right, I'll put the volume down in the background. Yeah, it's so nice to kind of just see the world sort of freaking out. That's massive, that's huge. Skills, if I go, beautiful. Okay. Don't worry, folks. We'll, we'll get underway pretty soon. Excellent. Okay. Hopefully, I'm still live. There we go. Excellent. All right. My life. What is my life? What is existence? What is life? So, yeah. <laughs> So I'm having all of these flashes back to like when I was a kid, um, you know, those little sort of life minutiae's uh, in Sydney with my Game Boy, like while parents are, you know, the ultimate um, 
the ultimate parents, you know, in the parents' arsenal to like make sure the kid just gonna stays put. You know, my um, my parents were very very happy. I, I I think on some level they were super duper happy that I had this uh, Game Boy and that I kind of kept quiet. I was a good kid, but you know, it definitely didn't hurt. So I'm actually gonna try something for the first time since there's so many firsts today. The first fucking happy 25 year anniversary, by the way, Pokemon. That's beautiful. Let's start doing this sort of thing from now on, because I know that I know people have been too kind to point it out. But there we go. How is this real? Exactly. Exactly. Here we go. Yeah. That's better. Do a bit of that. Excellent. The refocusing. Okay. That's so nice to see people freaking out. I don't know if you can hear them through the mic, but uh, that's Tim from I. I I don't know. I really don't know if you can hear it, but. Wild Pokemon can be caught with Pokeballs. You can also engage in Pokemon oh battles alongside your Pokemon power. A lot of this I'm hearing like for the first time because um. Oh, what? What the fuck? It just crashed. Oh crap. <laughs> There's a full trailer that I've seen, though. It's all there. You can also right engage in Pokemon yeah. battles alongside your Pokemon allies. I'm so glad that I have I have the whole fucking day to just process this. And again, folks, there are huge things out there in the world, you know, political, social, environmental, that, like, take absolute priority. But in And it's important to do those kind of reality checks, but... In terms of catharsis after a year like 2020. Connected to your journey. Arceus looks like an animal the stuck in like recycling. And more awaits you in this exciting new action RPG adventure. Fuck yes. Literally, people were just saying, "Look, just grab Breath of the Wild." There, there, right there is that camera move that is just. In... Pokemon Legends. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. Simultaneously around the world next year early God. we hope you're all excited to set out on these adventures across the i Star certainly am each one distinctly different from the other with the wonderfully nostalgic pokemon brilliant diamond and pokemon shining pearl as well as the pokemon video game series new journey pokemon legends arceus oh fucks what and then that that it's like starting at the very start ourselves and deliver new ways for everyone to deserves a stand up as weird as that is thank you thank you so much oh my god oh my fucking god for so long and honestly i think they're doing this in the perfect way because the the gen 4 remake coming out that's going to make a lot of people happy it's going to get a lot of people familiar with that world that might not have been bring people back that you know first experienced it 15 years ago whatever it was but then set them up for that world hit them with this shit after such a good setup for it not being going back to red and blue again for the upteen time gen 4 very rarely touched this is like this is great because you know there are certain people that you're like oh yeah that's i need to go to that person for their reaction as well because and that's and that's these guys happy that they're doing it this way because like yeah I, I 
I was very much expecting Let's Go Johto uh, because that kind of falls in line with, you know, like how it makes me happy. I'll I'll throw it back to them with their kind of final hype sign off, but otherwise we'll dive in very soon, folks. And I'm actually going to probably be streaming kind of all day, I suppose, with this uh, IGN fan fest. Why the fuck not? And then anything huge, I'll just spin. Kind of expecting Sword and Shield uh, being, and it not being that, I think, kind of led to all of us being like, okay, maybe we have high expectations. But it seems like they're they're here and they're delivering, and they are thinking of thinking of Pokemon in this bigger, dynamic way. Excellent, I beautiful. I wanted them to do that too. Thank you, blessing. <sighs> Who knows? We might even get some tears. I don't know. Nothing scheduled or planned or contrived. But um... hi, how you doing? people watching hopefully i mean the mic seems to be working that seems to be working I haven't like damaged anything too much um so yeah if this is uh people joining for the first time who knows because i am putting this under the pokemon podcast and if you haven't clicked away because of some of the you know the rough start all i can say is i am my heart right now with you all in front of this camera like everything has melted away my 32-year-oldness has melted away. I'm 9, 10, 11-ish years old again right now. And I'm there. Like, as soon as I saw the protagonists, it's so wonderful to see, like, female, male. Like, you can go whatever, and you'll be able to probably create your character and stuff. Obviously, with uh, Pokemon, you've always been able to, yeah, step into that and put, place yourself in that world. And that's one of the beautiful things. Uh, what a beautiful occasion to 25 years to to announce this there are a couple of things that i it's i'm i'm also i'm also experiencing so much right now with um <laughs> every emotion <laughs> um because like just to use the wizarding world thing as an example like i i had similarly had in my minds i'm in my in my dreams and hopes this idea of the open world um wizarding world you know i had been percolating on that um, but not de definite, and this is just in terms of lineage and, and chronologically. I've I've known of and engaged with Pokemon for longer than Wizarding World. Uh, it was my whole childhood in in Italy when I spent a couple of years in Italy um, from 1996 ish to uh, I spent two chunks in Italy. So I think it was like one year and then a year and a half. So it's like roughly th two three ish years. In the in the heat in the like the the peak of Pokemon, it like yeah the I was playing Pokemon Yellow I believe when that came out so you can trace whatever I think that's ninety eight and I was on my Game Boy and um, but more than that it was the trading cards and I just I remember it was part of my ritual I would have whatever kind of pocket money and I'd go get the trading cards uh, in uh, the um, uh, Oh, I, I've forgotten the Italian word, but yeah, it's just a news agent um, in uh, Montefiore del Lazo. And uh, there was a really cool news agent lady there who was like, yeah, good to see you, Albert. What's up? You know, and um, I'm just going to post here. I'm going, going live on Pokemon Podcast. I'll just go hashtag Pokemon because that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> Excellent. 
fun times. Oh, the hype is just you know beyond right now. But anyway, yeah, so it was those booster packs. Do you remember? Like you would rip those open and then you would like, and I had my little sticker book that I was like, you know, uh, yeah, there's the trading card component, but it was the stickers. Like that sticker book, me, that was my life <laughs> for like a good year of my life or so. I was just, yeah, I was going to um, even Gisaconi High School. So I went from Montefiore del Lazo, like uh, um, primary school, which we, I was like wearing the Grimbule, which is like the smock, which is like Harry Potter testing. So I guess you could say the Wizarding World and Pokemon are kind of um, on that same kind of level. but. Pokemon predates, at least by like a couple of years, definitely. I just have a very conscious memory of like encountering Pokemon, like trading trading guards and stuff before. Um, also, in I mean, they're they're going with Arceus. Like this is totally in theme with like let's start from the beginning, and it's also episode one of the Pokemon podcast, which I'm putting this under. It's 253 of the main show. Um, I suppose super quick intro. Uh, I'm Albert. I am an Australian artist. Uh, my three outlets are my patterns and stuff, which you can see here, uh, my storytelling, which is the quantum myth, and uh, the channel, the media stuff that I do, the, po the podcasts, you know. Um, and so there, that's a quick little summary of me. I'm based in Canberra, Australia. Uh, I've been here for 25 years plus. But yeah, as I said, I got some uh, Italian ancestry and my family sort of I don't know. It's like part of a tradition. It's like when the kid reaches a certain age, they like the rest of the family wanted to see me, so they brought me to to Italy when I was like nine ish, eight eight nine, I think. Went to primary school and then did my early high school uh, or whatever. Yeah, in, in Italy and yeah, peak Pokemon time. And distinct memories is going to my neighbor uh, Laura and Mario's house uh, and. Fausta, their mom would be making like pizza and I would be like showing my Pokemon cards to Mario. So I'm actually going to send this episode to Mario, which we reconnected after however many years, sending it to Laura as well. Come state? Um, how you doing? And in Italy, I watched the anime, obviously, and Giorgio Vanni, you know? Pokemon, you know, like, uh, and there was, and he did like his own like songs. There's like, Da -da -na 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 -na. You teach me and I teach you. You know, like that one, obviously, classic. But uh, Giorgio Vanni had his own one. And I'm going to find that because this is quite the day. This is like fucking out of nowhere Pokemon Day. It's going to be Pokemon Day all day. I'll, I will be jumping on, um, depending, I'll, I'll, I'll like shut down the stream, start up a new one for any other topics. So, oh, if people are in the chat, just letting you know, I've, I've kind of minimized it because it's like, just have to dive into some stuff. This is like a huge day. It's 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 really massive. So, and uh, I just hold on. Give me. I'm using the Siri thing. Giorgio Vanni YouTube Pokemon. You got this. And so he was this. Uh, he did the theme song for uh, Pokemon and Dragon Ball. And whenever this we get into a Dragon Ball mode, we'll be doing that too. Because I've uh, grabbed the Dragon Ball Dragon Ball podcast as well. Giorgio. Vani Pokemon. There you go. Here we go. Do I have it? Oh, yes. I'm logged in on my main accounts. Usually I don't do the ads. Oh, fuck yeah. Here we go. So this is.
I want to go where I go and nothing will stop me. Da tutti Pokémon, giro vagando per il mondo. La mia sfera lancerò ed ogni Pokémon così catturerò. Oh, viva i Pokémon tattico reggente, tutti differenti, cara cacciamo. Goosebumps, look at that fucking, look at that shit. Fucking goosebumps. Presenti, magici e scaggianti, gotta catch them all. Sono straordinari, mitici avversari, viva i Pokémon. Gotta catch them all, catch them all. Pokémon, Pokémon. This fucking guy, Giorgio Vanni. Pokemon, Pokemon. Like it's better. It's you. You'd be like hard pressed to improve on the Pokemon theme song. But there you go, right there, Georgia fucking Vanni, legend. And we'll play the Dragon Ball one later on the Dragon Ball stuff. We'll be doing Man Dragon Ball is huge for me, but again, predating it all. The ancestor of all my engagement, probably with Japanese culture at all which later evolved into Zelda and Final Fantasy, which are hugely formative for me, but predating it all, the, the, the baby Bert mode of it all is, is Pokemon. So, man, the hype. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to post that to the subreddit, see what they do with that. They'll probably shut it down. Viva Pokemon, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Good gym off. So it's crazy. Like that, I wasn't planning on that, by the way. This is just because I'm holding a mic. It's, it's uh, yeah. Obviously, as you can see, no, uh, <laughs> no posts allowed. They're getting annihilated by this, but that's totally fine. I'm in the process of reclaiming back my my own subreddit because uh, I did a big Reddit refresh. So. I would post it there if I could. Uh, games, I might post it to games or music. Actually, fuck it, I'm posting it to music. Listen to this music I'm posting it to. Uh, jump on Reddit, folks. F folks, Pokemon, oh, I've got Pokemon on the brain. Please jump on Reddit. It's uh, super conducive to everything. It's like communities for everything. And uh, Okay, so I have to go and see everything has rules. Um, not, not everything, but I have to just make sure I get everything right, so. Okay, you gotta go artist, album, genre, and year. Okay, I just have to remember that. Fuck yeah, let's do this. Artist, album, genre, year. Okay, cool. And then we're diving in, folks, promise. Giorgio Vanni Pokemon. Theme. Genre is pop, and then year is. I'm gonna go 1990, um, 90, 90 fucking eight. There we go. Get that out in there. Get some of that hype flowing because it's just gonna be hype all day, folks. No instant order removal. Oh fuck! See? Oh my god. What? They're all like, oh, you have to do see 
formatting or whatever. I'll do it later. I'm stoked. I'm happy. Good times. What is it? What did they say? Submission title isn't right for this. We have to remove it. Cool. Oh, God. Okay. Artist name, song name, genre. There you go. Look at this, folks. I got the the brackets type wrong. Can you believe that? That's that's a yay yay yay. Okay, well, guess what? Yeah, it's gonna be a night long hype post uh, hype stream, people. So just bear with me while I get my mini OCD on. Man, Pokemon, it's it's so connected to like stuff that it's like you know, yeah, that whole thing. I don't want to be eye rolly about it but um you know simpler times that kind of thing so but i'm really i mean look at the the times we live in now this this kind of thing would have been unthinkable back then you know uh and we haven't even gotten into talking about detective pikachu which was another huge we're going to do a film review of that down the line um because that was another moment where as soon as that film started, I, I lost it. I don't know if I teared up in the cinema, but um, I'll just go pop. Why not? 1998. Okay. Now everything is satisfied. You have your exact formatting Reddit. I think that's to filter out I don't know, people maybe posting too, with too much excitement, I guess. So, yeah. The posting police. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you going to let me do this? Copy. Cool. So, yeah, feel free to, like, make a coffee or something, people. Or, you know, mute for a little bit. Yeah, I would normally not even be doing this. I'd be, like, fully, fully, you know, like present with the stream this whole idea of like taking like in the middle of recording to post this Giorgio Giovanni Pokemon theme pop oh, I've got all the brackets like come on posting this community doesn't allow links to be posted more than once and this link has already been shared I have to delete my original post I have to delete my original post so that they so put in the comments if you're attending your um your thoughts on like super strict reddits with their posting formatting. I personally think that it's a big waste of time and you should be able to hack it and handle it, you know, and as a mod team. So I think you stifle, a, you do it again, love and light and to each their own. Some people probably really love um, it because it like keeps things super sleek and unified, but just personally, you know, I would say maybe just loosen up a little bit. Okay, posting for the third time. Here we go. Fingers fucking crossed. Wow, such empty pending posts. Okay. We're done. That's been done. The daggy commemorative post on Reddit is, is complete. Oh man, this is. It won't turn into a, like a therapy session or something. But it, basically, when stuff like this happens, you really—it's like it sort of blasts open the doors into your past, and you just think of everything that led you to this moment. You know, and again, I am so weighed down uh, 
not excessively or anything. It's like I'm so blessed in Australia, and I try to help anyone else who isn't as fortunate to like you know. I'm sending you know to Texas the blackouts and stuff. I'm like you know sending donations and stuff, and and really trying to not take my my uh, privileges for granted on every level. And again, that stuff hits me every day. You know, just the weight of of everything, globalization. Sorry, like sorry, global warming and uh you know race relations and politics and stuff and it's all there but tonight tonight i'm nine i'm ten i'm eleven and yeah come with me folks into the past so first encounter yeah it was just what's this pokemon thing it was in it was in italy it would have to have been either in italy or in australia and it's like i put on this i think it was the show definitely i think first exposure was the tv show that tv show was my fucking life I'd wake up, I'd watch that weekends. If I really think about it, how formative that was. Just the palette, for example, like again, my love for Ghibli or Ghibli later was the the road was paved there by Pokemon, you know? Um the, the palette definitely uh, of like some of my notions of like coziness, that idea of like setting out on an adventure. Like I do that. I've been doing it, I would say, roughly every year, these giant hikes that I do here in Canberra. Canberra, for example, we'll talk about this on the Halo podcast, on the Halo episodes, but um, it's basically a video game level. If anyone from Canberra can relate, it is. it was created, first of all, between Sydney and Melbourne, who wanted to be the capital. Australia literally did the whole parent thing. It's like, well, no one gets it because everyone's fighting, so we're going to build... A city in the middle between them to like settle the fight so no one gets to be the capital by making a brand new one so Canberra was literally built it was level designed so Canberra has always had this sense of being like um of, of being like a video game in some way there's even yeah regions and and the terrain is was weirdly set out it's all designed it was all designed in this not Truman Show way god that came to mind but no it's just yeah, look at any other town which was like built for, for a certain purpose. Like, I'm sure we're not the only one, like a fabricated town or whatever. And at its, you know, at its daggiest uh, and it's at its most rundown, it, it did feel like a bit concretey and a little bit like uh, not very inspiring. But now things have really shifted. And I think when I was coming up in Canberra, basically I had these like dual, like my, my I'm, I'm Australian, I'm Canberran proudly, and that's my identity. But this little flicker over to Italy with this massive presence of like Pokemon. And then that's also when I encountered Metal Gear at the same time and Final Fantasy, like Italy games, Australia, that's me, like in these this era of the nineties. And so I'll probably get like a straight up Chronicle at some point, maybe like a family tree down the line, but to get like exact dates and months and stuff. But um, I just remember watching the series, uh, Initially in Australia, I'm sure I think like that's my my heart tells me that because um, I know that I was watching Pokemon in Italy already. So I wonder if it's like I started, although in all likelihood, I think if I'm really honest, it's like I probably started watching. It was either the, the stickers I first came across or the series uh, and then the, the the Pokemon Yellow. I had that on that was my first Pokemon. It was the, the game. And I just remember so clearly, like vividly. 
I could take you to the streets. I could point to the tree I was standing next to. I can point to what side of the tree I was standing next to when I was looking at my my yellow Pokemon. Um, Pokemon Yellow on. I think I did have a yellow Game Boy. I think maybe. I was looking at this thing. I had the Tillo tree, which is the tree with the little things, you know, the little seeds that kind of fall down like that. Like, again, now permanently tied in with Pokemon. Um, and Italy and all these formative memories. And then we went back to Australia. Uh, I remember my dad in the car again, super vividly. I was in the back seat. He, he turns back and he says, we're going back to Australia. Uh, you'll have to say goodbye to like, um, I don't think I even got to say goodbye to Mario and Laura, but we've reconnected now. So it's all good. We spent a few years, not uh, just out of just whatever the internet, early days, other priorities, whatever. Um, but now we've reconnected, which is great. So ciao Laura, ciao Mario, if you guys are watching. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just like, don't worry. Where guess what? Back in Australia, cheese and bacon rolls, and you know, as, as a kid, you know, priorities like it's all my friends are great, love them, but cheese and bacon rolls, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> we we got a deal, so I I didn't feel so sad, and we went back, and here we go, folks. We're on this plane, we go back, land in Australia, it's 1999, 1998, something like that. Or, 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 or 2000, I think it probably was 2000, yes, excuse me. 97, 98, 99-ish, that was Italy slash also early Australia. And then I have a distinct memory of like 2000, and then we, we in 2001-ish, uh, we moved to Curtin. But before then, before we moved into our own house, we actually homestayed with a beautiful family of Tongan folks um, who, cause I had just, I was uh, on the verge of playing Zelda. Um, I retroactively, uh, cause I remember, distinctly remember playing Zelda around the time um, and met these, um, they're so warm. I loved the Tongan culture. They're so, and just like in terms of like, uh, like ethnicity, like lineage, like they have this, I'm, I'm super envious. Like they're like really strong, you know, and I'm like this weedy little Italian kid. And I just felt like super welcomed into this house. And there was this homestay house situation. They opened our doors to us when we um, kind of had to, and it sounds like, oh, were you fleeing or whatever? It's just that I think we just didn't have too much of a plan again. I think that was just my parents' style. And uh, yeah, they were just, we just like ended up homestaying with this lovely family. I think dad stayed back to work, I think, and then came joined us later. And so it was mom and me and my sisters living with these lovely Tongan family. So Divine, who also were in touch on um, Facebook. That's so rad. So I don't know if you see this. Fucking shout out to you. And guess the fuck what? So while I was going to, I think it was back to your Alumla Primary School, or I was just about to go to Alfred Deacon High School. Um, <laughs> I would wake up every morning and uh, Devani's mom would make these amazing huge uh, um, pots of meat and it, like taught me this amazing recipe of like tongue and meat oh my god it's like made with flour and stuff and I would love so look forward to that I think we even had some for breakfast but I have I'm just as vivid as the memory of standing next to that tree in Italy with my Game Boy is cross-legged in front of this TV with this amazing family of Tongans who in, in from a huge like positive, I would like when I was playing Zelda, I was like, oh yeah, the Gorons, because they're like so like I just I was so envious of like just they're so strong and like uh and um 
then so warm and welcoming and that's one thing with the gorons it's like i was like yeah and so they became kind of tied together this fond memory of you know, uh, this family that I hung out with who were just all like physically like larger than me because I was like this little kid and uh, and they were just so welcoming, so lovely. They were like, hey, yeah, don't worry, little guy, you know. And we hung out. For, I was think I was there for like no more than like a couple months and then we moved into this house in Curtin. Nine Bowser Place. The Nintendo vibes are real. So got to get that Mario podcast. I've got Nintendo podcast all lined up, but... Um, We'll have to have a dedicated. We have to have a dedicated Mario one. Come on, Jesus. So again, and so that's what I mean. So the the absolutely vivid memory was me cross-legged in front of this TV, and I I could, and we I did Digimon too. So guilty as charged, I did Digimon. It's like it's like a drug. I did Digimon. Um, but no, yeah, Mario is huge for me too. So. <laughs> We have to talk about Mario down the line. Everything was just a giant shock of, you know, happening all at once. It feels like it feels like a super compressed time period, you know, of, you know, everything hitting me that is like super formative and still beloved to me right now. It just there's like a, a, a window, I would say roughly from when you're like nine to 13 is when it's like at its peak, you know. So, um, yeah, incredible goodness me um so yeah cross-legged watching pokemon and then heading to school but that was every morning and going from the giorgio vanni theme song you know i'll translate voglio andare dove mi va which is i want to go wherever i want and non fermarmi la not stopping there you know questo viaggio mi porterà you know this journey will bring me da tutti pokemon to, to to all the pokemon by the way i haven't sung that song in at least a fucking decade you know girovagando per il mondo you know going around the world la mia sfera lancerò you know i will throw my pokemon sphere you know Pokemon ball. E tutti Pokemon così catturerò. You know? And all, and therefore, and that is how I will capture all the Pokemon. Oh, vive Pokemon, tanti scorreggenti, tutti differenti, gotta catch them all. Viva i Pokemon is like, long live Pokemon, you know? Mischievous, varied, you know? Gotta catch them all, you know? Colorful. Um, Scopietanti. Scopietanti is one of my favorite words. It means like full of energy, about to explode, you know? Cattivanti. Uh, cap captivating. Viva i Pokemon. You know, like he really knew how to capture that. Like, oh my God, the adventure, you know? Like, ah, oh, the hype. So to any... I'm To shout out, to, I'm going to send this episode to my fellow Australo-Italo friend, uh, Johnny Lombardo, who has joined me on some episodes of the Kojima stuff that I do. Um, he can relate, I'm sure, just going between the two. But obviously, I mean, I'm sitting down in McKellar, which is where we were based. I've, I've, I drew, I drove like a, like a, a roughly a year ago, maybe a few months ago, just took the car and I just went to McKellar and I just sort of parked there. I was like, so much happened here. <laughs> my Pokemon times, my Final Fantasy eight times. I would play Final Fantasy eight with my neighbor, uh, George Walker. So I don't know if you're out there, man. Still looking for you. I don't know. He kind of vanished. So good friend of mine. 
Uh, shout out to Martin too, another huge friend. And uh, um, we hung out and she's lovely. Uh, I really, really um, can't wait to see you. Yeah, Martin, Martin, whatever. It's like Martina, whatever. Like I love, love and light. Sending you good vibes if you are watching this. Some people watch and lurk, I suppose. And then don't engage, totally fine with that. Um, also, shout out to the five people who thumbs up. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. Um, that theme song, come on. I mean, it's like, again, I was, you know, going through whatever the child equivalent of like healing from, you know, having been torn away or whatever. Again, cheese and bacon rolls really, you know, sealed the deal. And I, had, I brought my Nintendo 64 with me. I think, I think it was my Nintendo 64 and I set it up. Um, I think it was mine or if they had theirs or whatever. And then on, we're going to do a Star Wars Racer episode, talk about how roughly around that time, I think we went into, I don't think we went straight into Curtain. No, I don't think we did. We went from McKellar into this amazing, again, it was like a shelter. We went into this uh, women's shelter with mom, my sisters, and that, again, huge. We're going to talk about that on Goosebumps podcast. And yes, playing Star Wars Racer, but we'll dive into that, into the details of that later, you know? Um, <laughs> man, I mean, you know, take, I'll take you all back to, to Cheese TV, you know, Australia, that Cheese TV block. I think it was part of Cheese TV, but, uh, you know, oh, now I've got the Giorgio Giovanni song. I'm trying to like fucking picture the... The, the theme song for Pokemon. And that's how powerful the Giorgiovanni is, you know? Pokemon theme song. God, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... That's how... Okay, testament to you. So here we go. 12, 12. I don't want them ads. I should... Oh, actually, fuck it. I'm going to take the opportunity to jump back on my non... Oh, there am I. <laughs> I'm, I'm live right now. Hey, cool. Isn't technology rad? Hey, I'm just pulling up the phone. How are we doing? Hey, I'm I'm so easily amused. I'm such an old man. I'm still fucking per perpetually impressed by technology. Pokemon theme song. Here, fucking go. Uh, uh, fuck it. I'll change the account later. Maybe I'll just hang out on my main one so I can make comments later. Here we go. Oh, so there's a couple of ads. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Because now I have zero tolerance for ads because I've been spoiled by this amazing thing called YouTube Premium. Pokemon theme song. Okay. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Them is my real test to train them is my cause. Oh, yes, travel across the land far and wide. Gotta catch them all. I know it's my destiny. Oh, you're my best friend. Love must defend. You gotta catch them all through. You teach me and I teach you Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all, Pokemon. 
Oh, right, so that goes through all the iterations, but that was me. For a good chunk, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, that's that's a great theme song too. So George Giovanni is going to be always the OG, always the fucking OG. Because uh, that was, yeah, it's like, yeah. And see, by the way, and every time I hear the, like, the latest one, it's like the other one is like, how did this, how to hum that? Because now, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Oh, yeah. And here's the way to remember the Giorgio Giovanni. You just go, it's that beat. It's like, gonna catch them all, catch them all. So I'm going to say this. I've dived into a lot about the relationship between art and commerce creativity and like how they're sort of mutual kind of symbionts with each other to use the Star Wars episode one phrasing. I still haven't heard that word symbionts use the word symbiont. I'm sure that's a Lucasism, but anyway, I love that. That's great. Describes what I'm trying to get to. Um, I love how they've done it. I, it's so wholesome. Obviously it's, it's full blown unabashedly commercial. It's the series was to, sell the game the game was to sell the series the plushies that are sold everything trading cards everything that beautiful recap 25 years it's like oh oh no like we are fully absolutely like pg everybody let's go and i love it for that i love it for that um one thing at the heart of pokemon is this inherent creativity which is the different silhouettes the something i do when i'm designing characters for like quantum myth and stuff it's like how can i make this really distinctive and in and, and its own way iconic and, and with its own personality and each and every one of the, let me check how many fucking, hey Siri, how many Pokemon are there? 896 Pokemon. Back then for me, it was like 140, 100, what is 150, the original? Hey Siri, how many Pokemon were there at the beginning? The first generation of Pokemon. Here we go. I'm sure it was 150. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm going to delete the Wikipedia app because that is not cool. Um, you know how when an app opens and it's like, bruh, like you haven't even opened on the page that I asked you to open on. So, uh, Siri, how many Pokemon were there at the beginning? And see, then now it opens the actual Wikipedia page. So, shout out to the two people watching. Welcome. To the fucking hype cast. Pokemon first generation. Yeah, I'm I liberally use Siri in all my in my life, but also my recordings, I guess. Oh Lord. 156? Oh god. Poke the first 150 Pokemon. Jesus. The first 150, as they appear in Pokemon Stadium, great. That is the number. Yes, I remember that. And obviously, those are always going to be my OGs. I remember there was uh, roughly timed at the same time because again, Warhammer was huge. It was it was all happening in this like brace, this chunk of years. And I remember the Tau, you know, T A U, um, were coming out, and there was a similar thing of like, what's going on? It's like there's a new race, and uh, what? And um, from Warhammer, and I, and that's again, you know, Japan leaning with with the sort of mechs and stuff, and the culture of the the elements, and they had this aspect of uh, prioritizing the body uh, over the one, and and I love the town. I, I love how there's a wonderful narrative of like, um, I love anything where it's like the the individual sort of wakes up from within the structure and like realizes, hey, you know, and that's 
you know, I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but um, that's how Ash felt to me. Uh, he, he felt like an outsider. He felt like, and that's why, you know, that storytelling 101 almost, because everyone in their own way, no one's, it's the whole idea of the, the fallacy of um, constantly fitting in. I think everyone to some degree has an inner outsider because we are all physically separate unless this was lcl evangelion tastic which we'll talk about on most shows but we're all physically separated from one another and therefore unto ourselves and yeah there's there's a super cynical thing of like we'll, we'll all die alone or something but i don't i don't believe that that's but like in terms of objectively it's like yeah we are separate we are just ourselves and um with the with that whole thing of setting out on an adventure obviously he got brock and misty but um, that whole thing of uh, yeah, it's just me and the world and my and my goals. It's it's you know, there's probably philosophy books written about it. I'm sure over the years, big theses written about like some of the meanings and stuff. Look, I talked about this recently on the the previous episodes uploading right now. Actually, one hour and thirty one minutes left. Um, the uh, Artem Aeternum, the art podcast. I talk about how. Um, oh wow, the fact that it's 4 a.m. just hit me. <laughs> uh, I think I was just talking about how things are super formative and, um, uh, yeah, that we are uh, alone and that we kind of create ourselves along the way, setting out on that journey of life. And yeah, here we go. Thank you. So, the best art is accessible on every level. I'll say it again. The best art is accessible on the surface simply as like a pure sensory enjoyment of like cool shapes, cool everything. And then it's accessible on different layers of meaning compared to something like Godzilla, which is where I got that from. I think the adage now that I've incorporated when I talk about entertainment and art is comes from Gareth Edwards again with this Japan connection. I, honestly, 70% of my heroes are Japanese. Shigeru Miyamoto, Hayao Miyazaki, Hidetaka Miyazaki. Nobuo Uematsu, uh, Yoshitaka Amano, Kamikurio, Isamu Kamikurio, Kazuyo Takahashi, these concept artists and directors, and Fumito Ueda. That fucking country is my heart. And it was so beautiful going there in 2018 for shout out to Mel if you're watching, friend of mine. Such a lovely occasion to sort of see her. And, um, my sister was also there, and it was just like a couple of days we were just there hanging out. It's so beautiful. Um, I love the culture there. They've uh, oh wow, they've come, they've come a, a long way into. I mean, I'm so looking forward to the Olympics and stuff. That's going to be huge. And they just have a sense and something that I've always connected with is, um, and I'll just throw on like Japanese commercials or whatever. But anyway, yeah, like I love them. Um, that sense of, um, you know, I, sometimes it can be to the detriment of, of the individual. But I think um, this, I mean, first of all, you know, maybe there's this I mean, Hideo Kojima. How can I not, you know, discuss him? This great sense of these people who have really stood out. And it's probably the reason why they stand out is because they have stood out and, go, and chosen because again, going for video games, at least back then, Kojima would say it's like, back then it was really looked down on. It's like, I was like a pariah for like not going along the expected route. And, you know, Ray coming from this sort of Asian kind of uh, Indian sphere, Bangla sphere, uh, 
that whole idea of the expectations of like, well, you know, lawyer and, and doctor and things. And if you step outside of that, then it's it, it's sort of the, the ears perk up. But that's, I hope that's not a stereotype. That's just what I've heard and it's been reconfirmed. And so for these people back then to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'll enter this field. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, for example, with um, um, Final Fantasy, like he, you know, that's why it was called Final Fantasy. It was that last project before he was like, well, that's it. I think don't think this is working for me. Hideaki Anno as well. I think Gainax, similar thing, you know, it was flagging. I need to look more into the history of Pokemon, but uh, I know that they're tied in with Nintendo. I don't know if they were always owned by Nintendo, but um, this is going to, this thing, Arceus, is going to prompt a gigantic. After this, I'm going to be, while I'm watching IGN FanFest, I'm going to be diving into, I'll be getting everything up and running, the podcast art, you know, um, any any links I've missed out on, you know. Uh, welcome to my little kind of command center. Um, one thing, though, I still, oh, yeah, it's so great seeing people's faces with the reactions. I've stopped doing reactions myself, but... Uh, I'll still incorporate just whatever. If I'm turning things to the screen, it's like I won't be able to like. Un I'm just very unfettered with when I'm engaging with art and entertainment because it's like, what's the point in contriving, you know? IGN fan fest. Yeah, I like using the voice activated, but apparently I can't do that. So there you go. Previously searched search time. Thank you, 2016 TV that I can't use voice activation on. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so it's not like a. Ah, okay, so it's not like a full-blown live stream. Official exclusive clip. I might hang out on that then because I'm going to go straight from this into the MonsterVerse discussing everything Adam has to say from King Kong. Again, which is <laughs> Godzilla, you know? Japan and then, yeah, the West and East is, is what uh, Japan and, and like... um. Uh, with the different regions, for example, like they recently re re revealed like Britain kind of resembling region. I love that. Um, I love that there's all these constantly new discovered regions. Uh, yeah, there's a sense of with Pokemon of like never ending discovery. And and that's why I think, you know, the creator of Pokemon. Here we go. Let's refresh our memory. Who created Pokemon, Siri? Satoshi Tajiri, founded by... Video game designer, director, best known as the creator of Nintendo's Pokemon franchise and one of the founders and president of video game developer Game Freak. He is still with us, obviously. As a fan of arcade games, Tajiri wrote for and edited his own video game mag video gaming fanzine Game Freak with Ken Sugimori before evolving it into a development company of the same name. Game Freak, just like, if that doesn't, you know, say pure, like, what is it? Like, that would have been the 80s, I'm sure. He's a fifty. He's is fifty five. <laughs> Why did I think he'd be older? Um, this man is eternal. Okay, one of the creators of the Pokemon franchise was created by Satoshi Tajiri, nineteen ninety five. He's fifty five. That's so young. Oh, he was an executive producer on the live-action film Detective Picture. Well, imagine that. Imagine being on that set. That would have been fucking rad. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> that's so rad. Wow, that's so cool. Okay, well, you rock. And, you know, people, like, like everyone, stop what you're doing. Look at Japan. That's how to live long. So whatever they're doing with fish and food and exercise, so much admiration there. So I really need to 
I'm not doing too bad, but I need to sort of shape up a little bit more with uh, entering my 30s, like health-wise, you know? Fun, fun, fun. Okay, folks. I mean, obviously, we've set everything up. I've taken you up to... There's obviously a couple of vignettes with, like, uh, after... The, what if it had been after the McKellar thing? I think it was when we were in Sydney, and I just remember, again, very vividly, I think it was my Game Boy Advance or my actual old-school Game Boy just playing it. While it was the ultimate thing where it's like, okay, well, we have the we have to go to the bank or I have to do whatever adult things, and I was just there in the car playing it. So, obviously, I had the candy hack, you know, evolving my Pokemon. When I found that, I felt like a fucking god, you know, evolving... Um, you know, using that glitch with the candy, such a famous glitch. I think I, I think they probably by now referenced it in like the show and stuff. Again, this is going to prompt a massive deep dive back in to Pokemon because I've just also yeah okay, and that'll explain it. So basically, since the nineties, essentially since the nineties, early two thousands, then everything kind of waned. I didn't really engage with it too much. Nothing really for just that whole decade of the two thousands. You know. 2001 was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, watching that. And then when I grew up, I just sort of, 2003, it was like nothing. And then for pretty much nothing from then on. And then out of nowhere, I'm just browsing, uh, you know, DeviantArt. I'm so glad he signed it. This is RJ Palmer. Realistic Pokemon. I was, it would have had to have been 2015. So there you go, folks. 15 years of just, you know, doing other things. And then this comes into my life. Realistic Pokemon by RJ Palmer. Ears perked up, the possibilities. It was probably 2013, actually. And this man is just the, like, the ultimate talent, visionary. And at the time, I commented on DeviantArt, and I said, buddy, it's, yeah, you're destined. You're destined for, to, to work on a live action. And I commented, uh, I think him and a sculptor had made a, um, a beautiful uh, Mewtwo, which just looked like something out of a horror movie, which was awesome. And it just sort of, there you go. So highly, highly recommend this book. And please head over to, um, yeah, just Google RJ Palmer, Realistic Pokemon, pick up the copy, support the guy. And yeah, if you look in the credits of um, the, uh, I'll just go, I'll, dive into the internet so rj palmer pokemon detective pikachu artist rj palmer i'm a concept artist at ubisoft i draw pictures and monsters and i worked on detective pikachu narrator he started drawing when he was just three years old he continued to hone his craft at the san francisco academy of art shout out to the people i was just watching you know san francisco that's the kind of funny crew and he's a san fran boy everything's connected folks that's what i love um and I messaged him and he was like, uh, when I, I think I, I ordered the thing and there's like a field you can fill in. It's like, look, dude, thank you for everything. Like I always do this. It's as irolly as sappy, sad, like daggy as it is. Thank you for being who you are and doing what you do, RJ. You know, I don't know if this, maybe you'll one day watch this or something. Um, When I watched Detective Pikachu, it just, again, that was a moment. So Tom, again, a friend of mine, him and I went what a night that was amazing so then you had these it's like the machine coming back to life i just did sleep podcast where there's like they hadn't recorded a record in like 20 years or something or, or released a record in, in that long from the 90s they did jerusalem dope smoker kind of thing and then 
the sciences. You know, they did the clarity. Obviously, that was a single, but an album that came in essentially, yeah, nineteen ninety nine is when they split. Twenty eighteen is the is the next new music that they they officially put out as an album. So, yeah, twenty years. So for me, it was fifteen years of just kind of. Oh, I would, I would, you know, lean in. I'd be like, okay, but the primary thing, especially when 2017, you know, Breath of the Wild, I was like, they have to do a Pokemon thing. They have to do a Pokemon game in this format. It's perfect. It, it, it's, it, it's that's what we've all dreamed of, you know. And so yeah, the the pulse came in 2013. I saw this artwork and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And so then I messaged and I was I was plugged in and I just kind of, you know, I, I would, you know, what I would do, I'd be walking to school or something uh, as an art school. And I would just have like a maybe not a Pokemon day, but like a good span. I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'd went to the Pokemon site, would read a couple of entries, just kind of I would just be like, You made that open world game yet? You know? This was percolating even before uh Breath of the Wild, you know. You can look at uh, how the history of the, the, the fan, the collective fan uh, as in community, like, like oh, the dream come true would be this beautiful open world title. And I think some people said, like, massively multiplayer online. I mean, I'm good without that. I think, you know, Breath of the Wild and Jedi Fallen Order and, and uh, God of War and, you know, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, like, they've proved that it's like, no, 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 like, just the single player, that's cool. You know, maybe incorporate subtle journey-esque, you know, that game company journey-esque aspects of collaboration where people can, like, dip into your world. Death Stranding is a good, uh, you know, um, reference point for that. But that's what I'm hoping is that this is just going to be so subtle if there's going to be any kind of multiplayer thing. It's just going to be oh, a player can, like, pop in Death Stranding style and you can battle, you know. We haven't even, I, I they haven't, don't know if there's going to be any details revealed. We'll see if we can find a press release, folks. So here we go. Pokemon Legends Arceus press release. Arceus. <laughs> okay. You won't have to settle for modernized versions of classic Pokemon games in the near future. The Pokemon Company has used the 25th anniversary of the franchise to unveil Pokemon Legends Arceus, an open world apparently more so than past games, at least action RPG from the Switch that's decidedly unlike the usual top-down experience. You play a trainer exploring the Sinnoh region, the home of the Diamond Pearl games in its early days when it was a relatively untamed wilderness. As the name implies, you'll also learn more about the mythical Arceus creature and its creation myth. So again, starting, that resonates with me so much. That deserves a stand-up. It deserves a stand-up because um, I would be doing the exact same thing. I do the same thing with um, uh, Quantum Myth, you know? It deserves 